Praise the Lord, uh, church. Uh, it's Pastor Dees. Once again, I greet you in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for your faithful service and love for the Lord. Uh, I pray God's grace be with you all and empower you. And uh, any word that's spoken, uh, God's grace has got to empower us to, uh, to understand it, to hear it, to see it, uh, and then to do it. And so uh, I pray God's grace uh, would uh, empower us today in all that we discuss. So I want to pick up and talk again about um, the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Uh, this is part two of that. Um, in Revelation chapter two, we find in verse number uh, six, uh, Jesus speaks to the church in Ephesus, but this you have that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. And then we find in verse number 15 in the church in Pergamos, he says, uh, so you have also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Uh, repent or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. So um, just a, a, a powerful thing to think of that this was a church. This, these are not, this was an apostolic church. I believe this was a uh, Jesus name, uh, baptized in Jesus name, Holy Ghost filled church. Uh, these are all those churches. Um, and Jesus speaking to them and talking about, uh, obviously with Ephesus, uh, the church there, he commended them because they hated the same thing that he hated uh, and he commended them for it. But then the church in Pergamos, he uh, rebukes them because they had it there. It was going on in the church. And so just to think about that, that even uh, right thousands of years ago, church, first century uh, church that John is writing this to, that they could have things in there that Jesus hated, um, that he literally had to write to them and say, I hate this. I literally hate it. Um, and that just, I don't, I don't know about you, but that just, that stirs my heart because it, it the Bible says that we need to work out our, our salvation with fear and trembling. That's not that we'd be afraid, but that's we need to have a reverential awe to understand. I am not above a deception. Um, we are not uh, we have not so arrived that um, the enemy would not try to keep uh, working and getting inside. He wants to destroy the church. Uh, the enemy wants to put in seeds of uh, deception into the people of God. He's been trying to do it since the garden. And so he knows how special the church is to Jesus. And so just to see that uh, this, these churches in the book of Revelation, that they could have uh, embraced something that Jesus hated himself, uh, makes me want to take a real look at myself. Uh, and so I believe each of these churches, it represents a local assembly, uh, that literally existed in those times. Uh, but I also believe that it represents us as individuals and things for us as individuals to really look at because the opportunity that he gives uh, to those is he says, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. Uh, so um, you and I, we are a body of Christ and we, we come together and, th and there's a part of that, that fellowship that we have together to strengthen one another but you're not accountable for the decisions that I make. Uh, if you hear the voice of God and you obey and you live a right life, 
you can receive the crown of life uh, even if I don't. And so I'm, I'm thankful for that, that Jesus doesn't hold us accountable for other people's decisions, but he does hold me accountable for what I do. And so uh, I, I want to live right and I want to help help my brothers and my sisters to be right. And so to really take a look at this, has the doctrine of the Nicolaitans or the deeds of the Nicolaitans um, influenced my life and my relationship with God? And, and so we talked last time about how this was a, uh, a concept that I believe of a separation between the presbytery and the laity that the pulpit was some special thing versus those in the pew and um, were more special to God or closer to God and those with position or title. And, and obviously we see that in uh, much of our American culture of Christianity today, that titles become something that people are looking for, uh, people looking to have a position and not feeling, um, not recognizing that they are special in the eyes of Jesus simply because he died for you. And uh, having the title of pastor or bishop or apostle um, or evangelist or prophet does not make you any more special to God. Um, it, it, it doesn't add anything to your value and not having that doesn't take anything from your value. And, and so I just want to crush that spirit. Uh, and, and I don't believe, and I'm thankful for the local assembly that we have here in Syracuse, but there may be others that are listening to this. But uh, I, I'm thankful that, you know, that's something that we fight hard against. And, and uh, since I've been a part of this local assembly, I haven't felt that in any way uh, with any of our leadership uh, from, from Bishop Simmons, uh, to, to Bishop Vona, uh, they have uh, exampled a, a, a servant's heart that as uh, the spiritual leaders and shepherds of the flock, they have served us. They have uh, literally uh, edified us and, and lowered themselves. And so just exampled the ministry of Jesus Christ. And so I haven't felt that in any way, any type of uh, competitive spirit or jealousy, but I want to make sure that thing doesn't creep in. I want to make sure that that spirit doesn't try and rear its ugly head. And maybe some people you're in positions or places or uh, maybe some of that stuff is around. And and uh, I know I, I've seen it. Uh, it's a it's a cultural thing uh, in a lot of places that um, people are vying for position. Um, I give one example. I'll just I'll share this. I won't give any any details of the place or, or anything. But I remember uh, very early on in my walk with the Lord, um, I just I, I thank God for his grace. But I just sincerely just wanted to serve him. And I, I loved him and I, and I just wanted to love people and be around the people of God and and uh, found myself in a place. And and um, I, I didn't have any type of official position or or any type of role in, in the church or anything. I just was just trying to grow and, and know the Lord and just love on him and everything. And, um, and so I was around some people and um, 
and uh, just wanted to kind of get to know people. And, you know, when I see brothers and sisters in Christ, I was trying to greet them and say hello. And and uh, just, man, I was excited to, to see new people. You know, I'd never met them before, didn't know them, but I knew that they were they were believers. They're born again believers. And so I, you know, want to shake their hand or say hello. And and uh, it was after a while I realized that uh, people really didn't want to didn't want to talk to me and didn't want to have any type of not. Uh, not everybody, but it was uh, pretty evident that um, I wasn't uh, valued per se as much as maybe some others that had positions. And uh, and and I remember I noticed it. I really noticed it. And and uh, the enemy really started messing with my mind and was like, "See, you you need to be uh, like them, and you need to be this and and that, and you need to be a preacher and." You know, and, and just pointing out just all these things. And and I remember it's very early on in my relationship with the Lord. And and I'm thankful for it because I had a decision to make. I had a decision to make. And, and really that decision was, would I fall into that trap? Uh, would I start reaching and going for things so that people could want to be around me and want to know me? and uh, want to honor me because of my position and and carry, you know, an air about me so that people would say, oh, man, look, there goes, you know, Bishop Ryan or Pastor, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to uh, put any bad light on any of these titles. Um, but uh, I remember that was a temptation in me. I, that Those thoughts were rolling around in my mind. Uh, and then the other thought, the other extreme was, you know what? These church people are so fake. I don't want to have nothing to do with them. They just, you know, they don't really love you. They're not really, they don't really serve the Lord. You know, all these, and, and all of these thoughts were from the enemy. They were from the enemy. And so um, I, I could have like walked right on into that, that spirit of that doctrine of the Nicolaitans, um, or I could get resentment and bitterness in my heart and, and anger. And, and I see that um, in, in a lot of Christianity. I see that, that people respond in one of those two ways where they either flow right into that and they begin to strive for accolades and affirmation and position and, and I'm, I'm, I'm accepted because I've got a position and people know me and people are around me or things like that and we wanna domineer and show off our talents and show off our giftings. Uh, so that people can can like me um, and I get my affirmation from the people of God or um, they go the other way and they they get resentment and they say there's no love in the church and people are fake and they're hypocrites and yada, yada, yada. And I'm sure you've heard that, right? You've, you've heard that before. And this is what I say is neither one of those responses is right. Um, and so that's a result of, I believe, this doctrine of the Nicolaitans. And how we fight against it is not to, you know, be a part of it and I get to the top and I just, you know, I crush everybody or I hate the church and people are fake or no. No, the, the way I fight against it is me, myself, I honor Jesus the way he wants to do it. I, I, I hate the doctrine. I hate it. I don't hate the people. That's, that's the amazing thing. Jesus says this. He, he says, you, I, you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans and you hate the doctrine of it, but you don't hit you don't hate them. And so 
recognizing there's a spirit behind it. It's a teaching. It's a doctrine. It's a doctrine of a devil that tries to creep into the church and cause division, cause, cause division between the pulpit and the pew, between saints of God, between brothers and sisters, between uh, churches. It wants to cause division to stop the flow of the spirit of God. But you know what? I've, I just I determined through the grace of God very early on. And I'm thankful for God's grace that he he really put it on my heart. He says, Ryan, you do right. You be the right way. You live the right way. You give me what I want. And so I just determined. I said, Lord, I'm not I don't want to reach for nothing. I don't want anything you don't want me to have. I don't want position. I don't. I just want to love you. And I said, even if people don't respond and don't give me affirmation and don't. I'm just going to keep loving them. I'm going to just keep smiling and shaking hands and saying hello to people, even if they don't want to know me. And I, because I just love your people. I love you, Jesus. And I said, I'm, I'm going to do it not because I want attention, but because, Jesus, you deserve it. You deserve it. And so I just and so I had to I had to fight against that spirit in my own heart in my own uh, mind. And so I don't know, maybe maybe you've never experienced anything like that. But but I, I can possibly say for most of us, there has been somewhat you. The spirit has pushed you one way or the other into a place of pride, of trying to reach for something or get affirmation uh, for some gifting or talent or showing off or maybe even a place of resentment because you see it and you can, oh, there's, there's pride and there, you know, you judge people who are in the pulpit and the way they preach or the way they sing and they say, oh, they're just doing that for pride. And, and it causes us to have bitterness. And so neither one of those responses is right. And, uh, and so I just, and so I'm thankful for God's grace. And so I want us to fight against that spirit, amen? And the place we first fight against it is in our own hearts. So if you have any, if there's been any type of pride to reach for something or to feel like you need a position or a title or, you know, we say these things sometimes like, God, what's my calling? What's, I want to know my calling. What's, what's my calling? And, and I understand that, you know, we want to, we want direction from the Lord and that's good. I want to have direction from God, but please, I pray you're not just waiting on a title. I pray that's not your prayer. God, give me a title. Give me a title. That's that. That doesn't give you purpose. Titles don't give you purpose. Your purpose is to be a saint of God. It's to manifest Jesus Christ wherever you are. It's it's to be you were created to be in his image. Hallelujah. The image of God, which is love. And so uh, you want a title? Be an overcomer. <laughs> every single every single church. Jesus says he that overcomes shall inherit. And so you want a title, be an overcomer. There are false, false apostles, false prophets. You'll see false pastors in, the, in there. You'll see lying, all sorts of stuff that gets manipulated. But if you're an overcomer, you, you inherit all things. And so be an overcomer. Uh, let that be your calling. I've been called to overcome every uh, obstacle, every spirit, uh, everything that Jesus hates, I want to hate it. So I just want to encourage us um, this today. Just 
fight against that spirit in your own heart. Search yourself. Jesus, if, is that thing, is that doctrine, that spirit, that, those works, have they influenced me in any way in how I view the church, the people of God, the things of God? Lord, cleanse my heart. If there's, if there's any place where I've tried to reach or put people down or show off my talent or my, 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 how much I pray or how much I fast or anything that I've tried to use to get affirmation from the people of God as opposed to being whole and complete in you, God, forgive me. Cleanse me of it. Help me to hate it just like you hate it and not allow it in. If, if, if there's any resentment or bitterness in me or jealousy or because I see people operating in a way that's not right and I, you know, whatever, please, Jesus, cleanse my mind. I want to do right. I want to honor you, not because somebody deserves it, not because my church or my local assembly has it all together, but I want to do it because, Jesus, you have it all together and you're worthy of it. And I want to example it. And so we're going to we're going to conquer the deeds and the doctrine of the Nicolaitans uh, starting with me. I'm going to I'm going to start it with me in Jesus name through the grace of God. Praise God. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. And so we come against the spirit. We come against the, the lying uh, uh, voices, God, that try and speak to us and manipulate your people. I thank you that you are exposing anything, Jesus, that doesn't align with your truth. Lord, help us to walk, oh God, as you would have us to walk, to live as you would have us to live. I pray a cleansing of any root of bitterness, any pride, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we are submitted to you. We want to just edify your body, edify your church. I thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for your love. Yes, God, we thank you, Lord. We hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans. We hate the deeds of those that would look to conquer and dominate people, Lord Jesus. We want to serve people. We want to love people. We want to honor your souls. We thank you for what you're doing. We give you glory today. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you in Jesus name.